Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to be fucking with another amazing episode of the greatest podcast of all times. But before we begin, we would like to plug our dates. So you're going to have to get through this if you want to get to the good stuff. Uh, I'm taking it easy. I got nothing until March the 28th, which was when my book tour begins. Uh, we'll be at the Grove uh, in uh, the Barnes & Noble at the Grove doing my first book reading on the 28th. On the 30th, I'll be at the Books at Book Soup in Los Angeles. And then my tour begins. Go to MosheCasher.com for all those tour dates and at MosheCasher on Twitter. Uh, Neil, what you got for us? Uh, Moshe, great Great question and great announce. Thank you so uh, much. You like that voice? Third, really great. Voice. I got that buttery voice. Really, really great. Uh, second and third of February, I'm going to be in San Francisco, part of Sketchfest. 17th and 18th, I will be in Arlington, Virginia at the Arlington Draft House. Uh, 23rd, 24th, and 25th, I will be in Vancouver at some shit in Vancouver. The comedy mix. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, go to Neil Brennan.com. Yeah, go to neilbrennan.com. <laughs> at Neil Brennan. Fucks with him. That's enough, man. I feel. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. I'm coming to your city. He's coming everywhere you are. Uh, Doug Pound, what do you got? I'm going to be at the Meltdown Comics Store in Los Angeles this Thursday. Very cool. And, and also check out Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie On Demand. Billion Dollar Movie coming and out on demand. And our guest today, Dion Cole, Cole where are you going to be at? The legendary Dion Cole. Yes, I will be at the Improv in Hollywood on the 2nd of February, and I I will be in at Cobb's in San Francisco on the 9th, and I will be in Canada in Edmonton on the 15th of March. So there yeah. you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's, that's going to give me some hate mail. For the day, those are the dates to come see us live, and pretty soon we're starting to think about coming out as a champs group to come see you. Hit me. So fuck with us, and here, let's begin this next episode of The Champs. Now you're fucking with the champs. It goes, 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 it Kill us and fuck our body? Yeah, man. Ooh. Out of the shadows, barrage of wits, tongue, oh, cold, crisp, spit over apocalyptic cult, till the cauldron smokes our music, seriously. It's called Death Grips. It goes, 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 it this reminds me of being in, in camouflage cargo pants and a polo shirt top high on PCP in a warehouse. Trying to statutorily rich. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, you're fucking yeah, with the motherfucking champs. Yeah, you're fucking champs. with the champs, y'all. The one and only. Hey, champions. Yeah, we're the champs. Oh, yeah. No, Dean, no, we're called no. the champs, by the way. Okay, cool. Okay, so you have a champs. clue as to who our yeah. guest today is. His name starts with D. It's They always have a clue because it's in the title of the episode. That's true. So we've uh, never uh, like, so I'm never like, it's never a surprise. Well, maybe they just downloaded <laughs> He's my it. He's co-pilot on this magic carpet ride. They have a subscription and they didn't read the description because they maybe. love us that much. Maybe. So Maybe. Maybe they uh, sight unseen. It doesn't matter who. Uh, they like uh, they like they like it when we have famous people. Yeah, well, we got one. Yeah, not today. The blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next week. Call Wayne Brady. Uh, no, is, our guest today is uh, is, is a show. is a writer for <laughs> Conan O'Brien. He often appears on Conan. Do they refer to you as the black guy? 
Yes. That's all black. the time. Yes, they do. Then they the call blacks. you like the black guy. They'll be like, here comes the black guy. The blacks. <laughs> no. No, but they really, but like on the show, like, are, aren't you like the, don't you have like a title? No, the uh, blacks. It's, it's the, no, it's just writer. It's like, they don't call me writer. The black they, they have an A at the end of it. No matter black. what they think, no matter what anybody thinks, no one says that. Well, no, but he calls you like our own Dion Cole, like in a way yeah. that he doesn't do for other writers. Uh, well, I don't. He lives uh, in guest quarters uh, here. On the if you don't understand that, you're showing a tone to the Ladies black cultural voice. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dion Cole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guest quarters. Dion Cole. I've known Dion Cole. Let's just walk him through your life, D. Like you, you were you. You're from Chicago. Yeah, from Chicago. When did you start doing stand up? By 19 years ago, maybe like. I don't even remember, like 19, 20 years ago. When did you start? Because I met you four and a half years ago. Uh-huh. When did you, so, and you just moved out here five years ago. Yeah. You told me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you were just in Chicago? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I was just doing, you know, gigs, performing, uh, doing shows uh, overseas and doing colleges and just, you know, just doing, doing what I do. And what know? did you want to do? Well, I came out here to do voiceover work. That's what I came for out. real. Yeah, I was coming out here to do like all this stuff with DreamWorks. Like, Can you oh, say that real? in a voiceover voice? Yeah, yeah I was. Uh, this that is, is my voice. No, don't do you the, don't, don't use. Go, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Dion, don't use the fucked up real <laughs> default voice. Use your Hollywood voice. Uh, well, no, so you couldn't like, seriously talk uh, like that. Uh, Hollywood voice is like, <laughs> you know, me. Whoa, and Cino Man. What white kid? A white moron. What was the the thing for DreamWorks? Uh, It wasn't even a specific project. They just brought me in. I met with everybody at DreamWorks, and they was just like, "Yo." So you went to the meeting, (laughs) and you did you think like, "Oh, I made it." Like when you go to an no, I didn't right. think I Dude, made I re- it. I just was like, yo, I hope something come from it. I remember. And I hope that it really work out that we do this. And I just kept that in the back of my head, and it did not. Uh, yeah, man. I remember the first time I got called down from the Bay to do some shit in Hollywood at NBC. And I was in a rental car listening to this song by the Decembrists called Los Angeles, I'm Yours. Uh, <laughs> and I was just like pumped up, like all emotional, like, this yeah. is it, you guys, this is it, my career. And then yeah. I just left this audition like, all right, well, that's never going to work. Yeah, you really think it's like, it's my time. Yeah. yeah. I had that conversation with the guy who directed It's Pat. Where he's like, you think it's like, he goes, no one tells you like 40,000 people passed before right. you even got the script. And then you're like, this was meant to be. Right, right. It was meant to come my way. And then it's just a complete bump. Yeah. Uh, all right. So then you, uh, so you were out here. So then you, so you went from Chicago. You, I'm what'd you grow you up like? What was it like before comedy? What, what was your childhood like? Did you do uh, anything? Were you into house music? Yeah, yeah. What part of yeah, Chicago did into, you live in? Yeah, South Side. Oh, that's, South that's South the, the home base. Yeah, <laughs> I was all, all, all into house music. WGCI, like, WBMX. All that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doug's from Chicago. Yeah, yep. Uh, what was that? Uh, B96. B96. All that shit. Yeah, and did you go to some of those early house parties back in the day? Fuck yeah. Oh, was man. All Bad Boy Bill was there. Bad Boy Bill. Bill. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> totally. Uh, what was that dude? Silk jeans. Oh, Silk, silk. the Shot. Oh, you got Green Velvet. You guys are just making all the Steve Silk Curly. Yeah, Steve Silk Curly. 
guys are making you guys are making all this up, right? No, no this no. is real talk. Unfortunately, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> There's this dude. You know Jesse. Uh, who's the dude that, that say started house? Jesse. Uh, Saunders, Jesse Saunders. Jesse Saunders. This dude, he didn't really blow up. He was the guy that kind of originated the term house music, but he never got super, super famous. But like there was some a lot dudes. of great people, like yeah. Ron Hardy. He had a lot to do with it. He died, I knew that guy, Little Lewis. Lewis. Little Lewis. I know him. I met him one time. He still lives in New York. So, this, yeah. so you were hilarious. into like all that. That's that's. Is there are there a lot of black people that go to that stuff? There were. It was all yeah, black people originally. Black people. Yeah. yeah, because house music wasn't just house music. Well, nowadays, house music considered like a lot of techno and a lot of all that kind of stuff. Right. But house music basically was disco music. It was a lot of disco music that played in the disco era and a lot of hit records that played over in Europe that didn't get a lot of yeah. play over right. here that had like the punk disco feel to it, you know what I'm saying? Right. So house music is what happened what made, to disco. Yeah, like that, that. Oh, got it. That that is house music. Disco is got it. What it is. So so it, you're you were like a te- teenager in Chicago when house hit, and were you? What's what's the weirdest? I'm still a house hit. Yeah, I love house to this music. day. Yeah. So what's the weirdest shit that ever happened to you in Chicago listening in those early days? Or just give us a good warehouse story. Well, how, house, how, yeah. how you know the warehouse? That's crazy. But, well, house music. In Chicago, one time, well, one time it was um, house music brings out a lot of moist cats too. That Mo- moist who cats? used the term moist? Was it you? Somebody yeah. used the term moist. He the just other day. did. No, I know, but I was thinking uh, somebody was just like, "Yo, that shit was a little bit moist," uh, and it was like, "I gotta integrate that into my regular uh, shit." No, yeah, but what does moist mean? Years. I'm, I'm on the outside of that slang term, looking in. It means uh, homosexual. Oh, yeah. I got moist friends. So oh, like, okay, um, so it's all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, some yeah, of my I best friends like, are moist. Yeah, yeah, yeah I ain't yeah. shitting on nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Although to be fair, if they're moist, know, they might got, be into got, it. You don't know. Yeah, moist Moist is that not the Greatest <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> shit is a little That's bit moist. The best That's and it, worst man. thing of all time. I swear to God, I thought of it at like 1:45 yeah, in the morning. I can't night. tell like, if that's. I forgot to not say. I forgot to say moist. Moist. All right. So so there was some moisture happening in the warehouse. Yeah, and I ended up uh, kissing this dude in the party one time. That was probably the wildest. But but he he looked like a woman. He was dressed as a woman. I now, know. did you know he was dressed as a woman, or did I you know, think? I didn't know. I didn't know it was a dude. Dude, one, I, I just, I just kissed him on the lips, and then I was waiting on him you, to come out. Did you, did you rap to him at all beforehand? Yeah, I was talking to him. It, it looked like I'm telling you, it was like transgender type. You couldn't right. tell. That's it was very dark. moist. That's extra moist. And he goes yeah. in the bathroom, and this other dude. <laughs> That's, no, yeah. this dude met this dude met him the week before and came up to me and told me he was like, dude, that's a, I thought that was a woman too. That's a man. And I was like, well, before like, you nah. kissed him or oh, after, he met him the week before. Right, right. But had you kissed dude yet? And then yeah, you I kissed dude. You would kiss dude, I just kissed and then him on another the dude came up, and for a moment, he saw me kiss dude on the mouth, and then he go <laughs> in. This other dude came, was like, "Hey, dude, that's a dude," and I was like, "There's a lot of dudes here. here." And for one and then moment, when the dude came out, he saw both of us, and I was like, "This dude just told me he was a dude." <laughs> dude. He was like, "Dude, chilling." And then I was like, "Is it true?" And oh boy, didn't say nothing. I just choked him out. I'm telling you, man, you right now there's a no, you look like a cute guy all the time. Like you must get beat up. All the time. No, yeah. you don't get beat up all the time because you tell people that you're transgendered. You look like a cute guy. You don't. 
Well, then you maybe I don't know. But a lot of them get big outside the like where they'll be like the guy will reach and it'll be a dick or the guy will what something will happen. The guy will, that's, I was always so struck with how the volume of hip hop songs about a guy that's like and then I went home and the bitch had a dick. I'm like this can't happen that much. <laughs> what? You have to make hip hop are you listening to? Tribe yeah. called Quest. Uh, there's a there's a this tribe is not your thing, dog. There's a uh, there's a <laughs> the there, transgender there's a, fuckers. There's uh, a, I don't there's never a, heard there's of a them, DJ no. Quick song. Uh, dude, there is volume. Ain't nobody talking about got home and it's a dick dude i'm not making that shit i'm not oh i'm googling it Go ahead google google it. it's more than one song what are you gonna google i'm gonna uh, google no. bitch had a dick rap songs with cocks yeah. in it uh, uh that's uh, commendable that you that tell was, the story not yeah, commendable that you beat the guy I, but again what is the i guess it's it's not but what is he supposed to do I guess be like, uh, don't well, you should tell people next I mean, time. Would you beat him up today? Well, being more mature, first of all, I wouldn't be high on 15 blunts in seven Long Islands in a right. house party for number one. I wouldn't be right. that way. And secondly, I wouldn't even, I would have noticed I'd have been, you know, coherent to see some shit like that. But Right. You know, it wasn't. Smoke I mean, weed I guess, every day. <laughs> I guess. He, I guess I don't know what he was supposed to do, but I had. To, I had to whoop that ass though. Like. Hey, what am I, a mind reader? Yeah, no, I'm I with you. I, I complete. Teacher, go ahead, Moshe. Moshe's <coughs> finished googling. But back to the bitches I'm peeping, and then untie the hoe so I can start creeping. Took her to the back room, about to jack. Cold trailed the bitch with a gun in the back. I said, "Lay down and unbutton your bra." There was the biggest titties that an. Mm, say it, Neil. Fast forward, yeah. Ever <laughs> I thought, damn, the air got thinner. Only thought my mind was going up in her. The suspense was making me sick. She took down her panties and the bitch had a dick. Who is that? That is... From Easy Does It. So back to boom, the wildest thing wildest that ever that happened to me down. in yeah. a house party. Yeah. That's what happened to me. So let's not. Thanks for bringing it back. All yeah. <laughs> no, let's get not get <laughs> off into. Wait, I'm trying to think of the wildest shit that shit. ever happened. Nah, that, that's what happened to me. It happened to me. I was young. Fuck it. I, I went to a lot of raves when I was a kid. That was my biggest kind of kind of. You know, I used to. I, have I talked about wearing barrettes and things in, no. on this podcast before? <laughs> we <laughs> know that we will fuck you up though. Go oh, ahead. I'm. That's why. Why would I bring something up if not for you to yeah. make fun of me mercilessly? No, no, no. We're going to physically harm you. Go oh, ahead. no way. Well, kiss for me before you do that. <laughs> kiss my ass and suck my dick. Yeah, kiss my ass and suck my dick. Uh, okay, so you're in Chicago, and where did you first do stand-up? There, in Chicago. Where? At uh, All Jokes Aside. Okay. Which there's a movie coming out about. Yes. Uh, about the club? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, All Jokes Aside. It? it sounds like a, ser- the movie like a drama, drama stage. It comes out next month. Middle of next month. Are you in it? Yeah. Oh, cool. And what's 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 the movie? It's a it's documentary about politics and comedy in Chicago. Oh, that's it's cool. basically it was a black club back in the eighties, uh-huh. in the eighties and nineties, and they got it was really popular and good, and uh, and everybody would get like dressed up and like the bowls would be. It was like a mm-hmm. it was like a scene, and uh, and then it it they got basically they didn't the the local politicians didn't like it. Right. Was it in a white neighborhood? Uh yeah. Where was it? Time it was on downtown Chicago, and it it was like a real big thing. It was real big. It was like the first comedy club that treated black comics like they were at the Improv and shit like that. Right. Instead of it being just like chit chitlin circuit type shit. Right. You know, so it was a real comedy club. Paid you on time. All that shit flew you in, put you up. It was. A beautiful thing, and black people came and supported it, and you know. It and it was like the best. 
like got, everything. Uh, like with Bernie was like House MC or something. Uh, uh, George Wilborn, but Bernie used to come through there a lot. But we had like, like I'm, I'm just saying at that, at this, at that time, we had like Monique and 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 Jamie Fox and Chappelle and Martin and Steve Harvey and all these people and this footage on these cats that performed at the club back. Then. I think that's unbelievable, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was <laughs> sound effects. Have you heard? Have you have you seen Samora's special, by the way? Her, her big special. No. Her opening line is, "They're locking up bitches with good pussy," which I think is the greatest <laughs> opening line of a stand-up special. It is pretty great. Of all time. Uh, okay, so you start yeah. doing stand-up, and then when? It, how long before you made a living? Um. Uh, it was weird, Still man. waiting? <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, I am. I'm waiting. I'm waiting, waiting to hear back from DreamWorks. Money. Right, right. <laughs> They're going to call me one day. <laughs> nah, uh, but it was like, shit, that, that, I think that, that turnaround was maybe like maybe like a year. A year after you started? Yeah, it happened. Wow. It happened like my, my, my journey was crazy. It happened like really quick. Uh-huh. And Did you have crazy. a lot of minutes up? Early? No. A funny story. Like, I had been doing comedy like four months, and I got on TV, and I did this show called Comic Justice that yep. was on Comedy, comedy Central. Central. Yeah. And then, like, f- eight months after that, I was on Def Jam. And I was and I, I was on Def Jam. and um, So you wait. How, how long have you been doing comedy at this point? Two, uh, a year almost? A year. Wow. Exactly. And, you, and then I wow. did Def Jam, but only had like 14 minutes. Right. You did so Def did Jam s- when it was Def Jam. Who was the yeah, host? Yeah. It was the year after Martin stopped, so it was Joe Torrey. The first right, year yeah, for Yeah, it was Joe still Torrey. Def Jam. It was, still, yeah. it was hot. And um, I did seven minutes of my 14. You did half your and, act. And, and yeah, and it blew <laughs> up. But then they put they t- they uh, took me on tour, Def Jam. Did they really? Went on tour with You Def were like, Jam. yay, no. Yeah, <laughs> everybody. And I went out there it was weird because I had to do like like 15 minutes, but I did seven on TV, so I had to make the other seven stretch, and I couldn't really like, do so it. I think what's I did like, up like, with like, white probably people? Probably like four <laughs> cities, and they sent me home in my Def Jam jacket. No. <laughs> I was just in the airport with all my Def Jam shit on. I remember when dudes were rocking all that shit. My hat on, like my Reggie McFadden was yeah, on that. Yeah, I remember Reggie yeah, McFadden, yeah. Ricky. That's some bullshit right there. Yeah. Ricky Harris. Wearing your Def Jam jacket, that was like Dudes shit. used to wear their shit back then. That was the thing. Yeah. Now you, people wouldn't be caught dead in like a production jacket. Yeah, you. Yeah. It, it's but cheap. back then, dudes used to rock changed. a Def Jam jacket. What's changed? Because, yeah, when I see somebody wearing some shit from their show, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You know, uh, like, that. What has just, changed? Why, I though? Why do I think that? And it used to be dope looking. Because I think it was rarer or something. Rarer, yeah, yeah, right. The proliferation like, of TV channels. You felt like what? you were in a in a, in a in club. A, in a club, right? I'd you felt like you was a part the, of something. Right, totally. You know? I'd see dudes on the train in New York wearing a Def Jam jacket, and I'd be like, "You work at Def Jam? Yeah, right. it was crazy, How did you right? get that? Right. Like, it blew my well, mind." But Def yeah. Jam to me still is a like a. To me, the fact that you're on Def Jam still has this sort of legendary feeling to it. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? There's something like, wow, that's yeah. some shit. And it was an accomplishment that regardless of anything. And on the tour, I, that was you were doing theater. Yeah, I was doing At, doing the fucking theaters. It was I, nuts. I've always been pretty resentful. Were you scared? But, yeah, I was nervous. I was nervous as hell because I had just, it, it was coming too quick for me. You know right. what I'm saying? It was coming too quick. But... That was the beginning of me writing. If Got that it. situation didn't happen to me, with them sending me home telling me, you know, you really don't have enough material to handle this tour. Right. And when I went home, that's when I just decided 
I'm about to write my ass off since right. since they did that shit, and that's when that shit kicked off, and I just kept writing and writing and writing and writing. Let it flow, let yourself go, slow and low, that is the tempo. I met the, the Beastie Boys. Right, right. I've always sort of resented the fact that a lot of white comedians, I don't know if you've ever gotten this vibe, but a lot of white comedians will refer to Def Jam comedy like in a like a like it's an insult yeah. like oh that's just there's some def jam shit and i'm right. like that that is so disrespectful i mean i get what they're saying there's a thing that they're talking about that they there's don't like the worst. but they're not giving any respect to the you know the bernie max and the yeah, Don Coles like, and the, yeah, i mean these are like legendary shit came out of, of that really show really good people chris tucker has a career because right. of his Def Jam set. That's are you talking about Def Comedy Def Jam? Def Comedy Jam, yeah. Not Def Jam Records. No. The Beastie Boys are on. No, but that's also the okay. same. We're same trying label. to tie it together. We're it. talking about Def Poetry Jam. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, but that's assuming the word. Because you can watch sets of people that you're just like, Ugh. Yeah, for sure. Like, dude, everybody. Have you fucked the stool? In your life, <laughs> have you ever fucked the stool? Have I ever fucked the stool? Yeah, have you in a bit? I- admit it. Yes. Oh. yes. My to have fucked the stool because you knew it was whack when you started. I knew it was whack. <laughs> I knew it was whack when dudes first fucked the stool. Oh, you knew it back then. I immediately knew. That's, it was a, that's a, the w- water yeah. witch shit. That's some. some but it wasn't. Thing. It wasn't like. It wasn't like. In a, a fucking. <laughs> it was. It, it was a holding. It was a caressing the stool. No, that's what fuck, I did. But you know what? We were intimate. But no, we I wasn't like sweating and all on the, the ground. I get up and. <laughs> I got all dusty as shit. Cause you, you take the towel out, just get, take the towel out of your back pocket. Woo, get woo. up my suit coat jacket, get dust off. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Fuck. No. What am I gonna do on Sunday? <laughs> I've ever that uh, me and Hannibal Burr's laughed was uh, in this summer we were in Chicago and he said something about Cat Williams and I go, Cat Williams stool game the best. is off the hook. The <laughs> best stool game in the. He industry. goes that shit. He looked at me. It's like his stool game is fucking bananas. Yeah, no one, no one can fuck ever, a stool like Cat. No one did what he did where yeah. where he jumps on the stool. Yeah, like flying through the air. Fly, like he'll run across the stage and jump onto the that's stool like that. <laughs> Damn. Um, so, uh, all right. So, so you were making a living, and then, so you, uh, when you did Aspen, you were like, you know, what? Maybe I can make it. Make well, a I, had a, I, had a, I had a sketch uh, troupe at Second City. Oh, did you really? Yeah, called the Forgotten City. And we used to perform on top of Frank and Tina's wedding every Friday night. And we started, we was writing skits and we were writing our own thing. So I was writing skits. I didn't know that. It was, was it mostly black people or was it? The whole thing was black because. Because I always wonder why there's no black people at Second City. It was all, it was all black cast. And we, we really got down and we sold out like a lot of shows all around Chicago and everything. And then uh, Puffy wanted us to showcase for him out here. And we flew out here and he signed us with, to, uh, with Puffy. It was Puff and Brillstein and Gray. And they all signed us, and our manager at the time, he got the money, and, and then it turned, it, it, he just got on some Hollywood, E-True Hollywood bullshit, rented Ferraris, did cocaine, smacking bitches and shit, and took our money and fucked it all up. And so Kissing kiss trans. We went up. back to Chicago, <laughs> and the whole troop broke for? up. Uh, we, this we is very disrespectful. You were here for a weekend. Walk us through the weekend, because that sounds fucking We got hilarious. here on a Thursday. We performed when we got here. We where rocked at? that shit. It was right... I don't even remember where it was at, but I know it was right down the street from the Standard Hotel. Okay. Sunset, because we stayed at the Standard. Right. We rocked that shit. We celebrated that night, that Friday. 
We couldn't find that motherfucker. Puffy? And then, like, that Saturday. No, his man, manager. Your manager. That Saturday. Now in Chicago. Right, we couldn't find him again. Then that Sunday, motherfuckers was like, we going home. And we saw him at home. And he was talking about how. Hey, y'all. On us and, yeah, <laughs> to me, you seem like a dude who knows what's up. What did he say happened? You know what? Man, I got caught up, dude. I don't, said, I don't know what to tell he you. He said they didn't want. They. Um, they didn't want to sign everybody. He had to get the money back, and he didn't even give none of that money back. But it was fucked up. But anyway, after that, me and this other comedian uh, got together. Uh, uh, we started writing shit together, and me and him had like a like a team going. And we was just banging out shit and putting shit on the net and doing shit and just constantly putting shit out. Um, then after that, I went to Aspen. Um, At by yourself as a comic. Yeah. Uh, so were you headlining at this point? Yeah. Be, yeah aside yeah. from the. Hell yeah, yeah. I great. was headlining. Definitely was headlining. You um, doing that 14? Huh? You doing that 14 minutes? What? You did the original 14 <laughs> plus another 16? <laughs> it's like the new hot 30. That's what I <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dion 14. <laughs> they had touched D14. I knew hot, hot 40. <laughs> all right, because this is where I. This is where, when I met you. All right, so I met you. Probably the week you were doing, you were going to appear on Conan when Conan was on at 11.30, right? Yeah. So this is probably three on years tonight ago. Show, when on the Tonight, the tonight show. show. So, and you had the notebook thing. Mm-hmm. Had you been doing the notebook? Basically, Dion would do jokes. Does he fuck a notebook? He does. Uh, <laughs> there's a drawing of a stool on the notebook. It's a caressing of the <laughs> okay. notebook. It's not His really a fucking of It's a caress. Uh, actually, your, note game, your, your notebook my, my game notebook is the best game. in the industry. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. No, you got the best notebook game in the yeah. industry, straight up. <laughs> you would do the thing where you try a joke, uh, and and then if it worked, you would take it. Like, explain the bit. Man, I just have jokes on paper and i would go through them and check them off as i performed them live but i've done that in chicago my whole career because i used to get so high that i <laughs> couldn't remember my shit <laughs> so i used to always pull out my notes and read them and people used to laugh at that and this yeah. other comic at the time was like yo you should keep that shit and yeah I you just, do it as if to as if to rate that. the bit yeah, yeah like, like you're okay, going like works. let me try out right, some right. new bits so uh, then you do but it but i know what i'm doing right yeah. it's really perfecting the unperfected yeah is That's it what I do. is the whatever page you turn to is the bit written there just yeah in sometimes sometimes oh, it is not Okay. Sometimes I it's I, I I have jokes there, but I'm thinking of other ones, so I act like I'm reading the one I'm thinking of. Right. Uh, the you ever see uh, B J Novak when he he actually does a thing where he will come out. It's when I saw it, I was like motherfucker. He'll try <laughs> new jokes out. Mm-hmm. He'll have a he'll bring a he'll bring a, uh, a suitcase and a garbage pail. And he'll bring new jokes written on paper, and if they work, he puts them in the suitcase, and if they don't, he puts them in the garbage pail. Hilarious. And it's one of these things like, fuck, that's such a perfect. Mm. What you wish you had done that? It's just such a perfect way to try it's new just, bits out. Yeah, but it was brilliant. No, it It'd be weird to me. watch no, Neil no, no, Brennan do that. I wouldn't do that. that normally. I would just do it like when I do new bits. No, another thing too is that it always gave me a comfort level. Yeah. Where I knew, you know, that this. It, it it was it, it became it was something that was so genuine that became a part that became an act like the guy with the trash can or whatever. That's a way of never losing. That's right. what I mean. You know like, what I'm saying? He can, he, never, yeah. he can never fucking lose. Because you will get a laugh he, if a joke doesn't if it doesn't work. Regardless. You get a laugh thrown into the trash. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and you, all right. So you're doing the Tonight Show. 
Now, so you're doing it, and I was just thinking, like, it's going to be another thing, you know, fucking everybody, Al Madrigal, Bill Burr, like, tons of guys that did it. Mm. It's not, whatever, it'll just be another one. I always say, like, TV shows now are, like, BMX demos, mm-hmm. where you just try right. not to fucking kill yourself. Like, I was just, right. yeah. Uh, so then I see you, <laughs> I see you that night at the improv, and you look like fucking ecstatic <laughs> and it hadn't aired yet it was like 11 15 yeah and it was like a fucking it was like a party you were yeah. having like a party and i yeah. was like i was like what is what's the big deal like still you were like yo and you were on some like we did it type shit you were hugging me talking about you want me to tell it. you you want me yeah. to tell you why that was so fucking big yeah yes that's yeah this is why it's so fucking big in 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 my community of fucking comics you got comics that's on the chitlin circuit you got comics that's out here just doing all kind of black rooms and that's it can't get into improvs can't get into funny yeah. bones they don't even fucking look at you right so you have to go do these other little rooms and drug dealers that want to flip their fucking money right you go do these fucking shows for them me personally i've always been a comic that never fit in totally to what was going on because of the way that i wrote but i was black enough right to right. make some money but they knew it was something a little off about this right cat. right so I was still considered a chitlin working comic. You were like the weirdo alt comic of that exactly, world. Exactly, but yeah. I, of that world. Yeah, yeah, you always wear sweaters. Exactly, but you silly, right? But they, but me make me doing the Tonight Show gave hope to a lot of black chitlin working comics. Like, right. yo, we can do that shit. Yeah, right. Like, this, right. Like, did that shit ain't too far from us. Yeah, I think that your you know, take on, on it is... Uh, uh, I understand what you're saying, Neil, but I no, think no, it's No, no, but I'm, tad, I'm not done with the story. Right, no doubt. But I just I think it's a tad cynical from, it's, your, from it's your perspective. absolutely cynical from yeah. my perspective. But what I... Just because I'm like, yeah, everybody does it. No, right. Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying that... And that, uh, nothing... Generally, nothing comes of it. Mm-hmm. I completely get what you were going... Like, completely. I mean, but but I do... I, want, I do want to say that you probably didn't even know... I give you credit for not knowing. Like you didn't know. And I you did didn't know exactly. No, no, no. I absolutely uh, knew how important. Yeah, that no, I was. fucking totally got it. I totally because the dudes that was with you, I was like, right, I know. But I'm just saying on a on a on a more macro level, the idea of doing the Tonight Show, even though it's weird and has it's not the it's thing like, that blows you not, up, it's still a it's holy grail. And I, and I don't mean to, to disrespect yeah. nobody, but this is what nope. comics on the Chitlin Circus say: like you can't have a mustache if you do. Motherfucker, it's a nice show. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be news reporter ready. Right, right. You know, hey, how you guys doing? Who smokes pot? And, you know, (laughs) all that shit. You know what I'm saying? We cut that bit. You can't (laughs) say (laughs) We're not, that's not tonight's show style. Right, right. It was just, it was like, you know, like you. You can't, I mean, it, it was no room for yeah. a motherfucker with a goatee, black motherfucker right. coming on the show. No, going, yeah, hey, that's what's up, motherfucker? Right. Let's, let's go. Yeah. You know what so I'm then saying? I was just thinking like, all right, so it'll just be another. I was like, nothing ever comes out of people. It's right. not like 1978 when, 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 when you do the Tonight something. Show <clears throat> and your right. life is different the like, next like day. Johnny. Uh, yeah. yeah, dude, there's a kid thing. in Scotland. I forget the dude's name, but he did essentially Letterman of Scotland or of England the, of the UK the next like a month later he was filling stadiums Liter- yeah. literally stadiums oh yeah the UK is still some, like that yeah. but it was never like that here this is right, literally right, one right. month later yeah. stadiums 25,000 right, people yeah. right, crazy right. shit that's some bullshit right there I'm thinking like nothing will happen the haggis arena right and, uh, and then a week later you're writing for the show yeah it was like a month yeah 
but it was a like, fuck. And you were the, he was the first black writer ever on the uh, ever on Conan. Please <clears throat> yeah. welcome the very funny Neil. <laughs> Ever on Conan, and yeah. I guess that like Tonight Show had a couple like Suli wrote for the the uh, mm-hmm. Jay Leno Tonight Show, yeah. But and you've been there since, yeah. So it really s- was like your life changed, yeah. Like that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was like it went from it went from because when I left when I left the Tonight Show when I taped. And I and I left. <clears throat> I, I did a show that following weekend, and it was insane how many people came to this show. Like, oh, interesting! It was it was crazy. It was like it was a lot of white people there in L.A. or black. out of town. It, no, it was in North Carolina. And then I went to St. Louis right after that, and it was retarded. Who let how the <laughs> came out and was just like mm-hmm. and it was like this thing and I was like that's cool this is tripped out like everybody feeling how I'm feeling and everybody happy for me and I'm happy yeah let's go let's do this and then the phone call hit like yo right can you come back but it's interesting because and it's- so I never got the I never felt the magnitude of that because I went and worked for Conan so oh yeah you know well what no I'm that's saying? I wonder I now well Go well, ahead. What I, were you no, I'm just. I, it's interesting because you were talking about your, you know, your struggle being in the Chitlin circuit, blah, blah blah. But also, it seems like on the one hand, that's true. You also seem like you've had a pretty charmed career. Actually, you, yeah, you had yeah. a lot of real lucky I've, kind of bridges quickly forming for you. You're, I mean, ta- the cream rises to the top, and that's probably it's not really luck that happens to anybody eventually. Well, it was like, this right. thing. It was this thing where people go search for black. Talent, right? And then that's go, how I got mm, my start. Let, <laughs> they'll be like, "Let's go look at some new black talent," right? And so right. everybody will be like, well, "Let's just do Dion." Right? You going, you know, for black talent in the white world, right? Check oh, this guy out. Oh, he first. Is, oh, he's very black, but not too black. Well, no, that's what I said. <laughs> he's black thing. enough. Yeah. He's black yeah. enough for black people and white. Not because you're not white. It's not black yeah. to be well spoken. <laughs> There's something like you were saying, like in black rooms, always kind of like. What's your what, yeah, but, what are you about? But it, but it, you it, don't it, fit into a box. But it comes into it comes up to my upbringing in Chicago. My mother moved me from the suburbs because the gangs were so tough. Moved me from the city, I mean, yeah. to the suburb because she wanted gangs recruiting me and fucking me <laughs> up and shit. But what happened was I moved to an all white suburb and fought more Which than suburb? what I would do Dalton. <laughs> I moved to Dalton and fought more than what I would have in the city because now I'm fighting for racial equality. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. You more got, you got the whole freedom. Gang. Yeah, I'm, I'm fighting for like the vice I'm fighting for all this this black Yeah, you're fighting black for Medgar ever. If you want to be racist yeah, about it, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm fighting for like you know like you know Nat. If you want to get racist shit, about it, like, that kind of thing. But fighting for Nat Turner to get a haircut. I ended up I ended up meeting these cool white dudes. That's it, Moses laughing because I bring this up every week. Because I always say, every I didn't know there were any Jewish rappers. Spent time with white people. Yeah, at some point there. And I, and, but every, and I, but I never, I never uh, had. To I don't. I've never said successful. I yeah. think I'm implying that. No, you have said that. But yeah, not I think every black dude you know spent no, time yeah. with white people. Growing uh, kind of, well, really? Get probably ninety percent. Yeah, but uh, but I, I didn't never have to change my the way that I right, was. Exactly. But I loved a lot of white shit that was introduced yeah. to me. Pussy. Yeah, like I know. Yeah, I, I love riding fucking dirt bikes through oval <laughs> trails and shit by River Oaks, and that's how I learned and how to drive pussy, a stick right? and eating pussy <laughs> yeah, and all that shit. Yeah, like everything. You owe that to your white brother. That's our invention. I think we made that up, right? Led, white people in the problem, pussy. 
Yeah, Led Zeppelin. Oh, Led Zeppelin. I love sure. fucking Led Zeppelin. I How mean, like, not? I mean, I just started loving rock music, like right. to the fullest. Yeah, and listening to all different fucking kind of groups, and back then. feeling like your horizons are expanded. And yeah. you could be ambitious and what do you say I like a bitch. Take and still be black yeah. and still be a man and still like right. not it's like I guess so called sell out and all that other right. shit. I just right. like what I like. Well if you right. if you'll let me indulge me in a nerd moment for a moment, uh, <laughs> that's what the power of house music was about. You have the you biggest know. dick I've ever that's seen. What, I mean I know it sounds I know how ridiculous and moist that sounds. <laughs> but it's like that's what was happening Thanks. in those warehouses. You would walk in, you'd be like, Oh my god, there's like black people, white people, gay it people, straight. People. Everybody music. was just there. It, was it didn't feel like you know when you go to an yeah. all-white club, you're like, I'm. The what was the nah, breakdown? It was music. Uh, when I'm, it probably was. I'm sure it was different when Dion was going than when I was going, because uh, I got I'm younger than you, and and I was in San Francisco, so I got it. We got it later, but I think that it, it was very mixed when I first started, especially yeah. the clubs, especially house music. Techno yeah. would be a little bit whiter, but house would really be a mix Absolutely. of older people from Chicago, and like mm -hmm. it was just a cool kind. That was the power of that music. Was, it was we have a party. We have a picnic every year and in July, right after July 4th, uh, like around the 6th or 7th in Chicago, we have a house picnic and we bring in all these house DJs and they spin from like... <clears throat> like uh <clears throat> nine in the morning to like midnight in right. the park and last year we had sixty-five thousand people wow uh jamming all to one dj i mean well certain djs different djs all day no fights no no accidents no shootings no none of that it's all strictly about the music man. yeah the music great. is so there was some power great. in that music yeah i don't know is. what it was I, I, I don't know what the thing was but yeah. well because it's the only dance there's something there's it's the only like dance party do you know what I mean? It's, like, yeah, it's because it's dance music, it's and it, it's not. There's, there's. It doesn't have that lyric, lyrical thing that hip hop yeah. has. It doesn't have this like. It has there's an abstract no, like, message of no just narrative. like. Yeah. There's no narrative of right. like fuck you. I fucked a bitch with a dick. All that shit you were reading earlier. Right. Exactly. And Although there is DJ. There's a couple songs like you know that. DJ Beat Funk? that bitch with a bat. But yeah. it's, it, but yeah. it's soul too. It's soul. Yeah. It's, right. it's, it's religious. It's soul. Right. It's it's that. It's that thing in time that you'll never have again that brought love and prosperity right. and respect. And you respect people when you do dance I, I with them. I can already read like the that. emails we're about to get making fun of us. But it's true, though. There's an Eddie Amador song called House Music, and the only lyric is not is not everyone understands house music. It's a body thing. It it's is. a spiritual thing, it a body spiritual, thing, religious. a soul thing. It's like yeah. a, there was something about those. It changed, changed who I was for sure. Like, I, did I ever tell you the story of my first? I think I did. The first rave I ever went to how i walked in and it was and had like i was super super like thugged out still thinking i was black like talk right. for the southern accent oakland dude and <laughs> literally i swear to god dude and literally but I, I went there i had a bottle i think i told the story right i had like a bottle of cologne and i put it in a sock in my bag just in case i had to like whap somebody no, <laughs> never told no i sw swear to god i did i was like oh, i'm gonna go check out a rave blood and uh and uh i'm gonna do some crazy white boy shit tonight dog who looks at uh, a bottle of cologne like yeah i'm gonna beat some ass tonight <laughs> <laughs> Anybody get moist with oh, me? Oh yeah, yeah. Someone don't be get moist with me. No moisture. With this and by the end of the night, dude, I was seriously pirouetting in in my like. I mean, I was like, I couldn't. I was just like dancing <laughs> and no drug. You didn't do any. No drugs. drugs. I was sober, and that started me down going to these parties. And I would go into these parties, and I would feel such a crazy contact high, and I would just feel so in love with sort of everything that was happening there that it literally 
melted me. That's the song, actually. That's that's Eddie Amador's. I know. That's crazy. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, but something melted in me, and it. I've always thought that like I grew up so misogynistic and like violent that I needed to swing all the way into like sort of flamboyantly ridiculous moisture. Literally glitter. Literally glitter. Humidity. Glitter. Blonde. Glitterly. Glitterly. Bleach blonde hair. Barrettes. A a pacifier. And pacifiers are for people on ecstasy. I never did ecstasy, so it was just because I thought it looked cool. And to swing back into being a regular dude. Right. You know what I mean? That's uh. I don't think it's gonna convert anybody. What is the? All right. So now, and where are you with uh, the thing? The other thing I like about you that I that when you talk about the guys you write with at Conan. A lot of guys, the guys that I've known who have written for SNL, or it's that sort of disparaging, like, man, the way they want shit is fucking bullshit. And da, 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 da. Whereas I've never seen anyone talk about the Conan writers mm-hmm. with more reverence yeah. than you. Like, which I fucking love because I couldn't agree with you more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's an intimidating it's an intimidating situation, but it also is a is a learning facility more than anything. The thing about the people that write for Conan is we're all in the same boat, meaning that we all have our our own lanes and we stay in our lanes and and we do the best we can do in our lane. Right. The thing about writing for Conan is that we're not writing for a comedian. We we writing for a writer, you know, and that's a totally big difference. You can't go in there with no bullshit. Like yeah. You going this is a legendary motherfucker yeah. who Simpson Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Like you can't come in there with no bullshit yeah. skit. This ain't no talk show host comic personality this yeah he's a, not gonna be like well i can sell nah, that i'll smile and no it's like no, what is, is the a, this premise is a fucking writer that's going yo hey premise? who the fuck are you how are we how are we gonna execute this what 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 angle are we coming on like right so like, what's your lane is, is that shit what's, what's your my lane? lane yeah my lane is just being me and making sure that i be myself that's a good ass lane that's the preferred lane <laughs> that's like. okay that's that's what it is. But it know. seemed like the first the bitch you got on early, excuse me. The bitch you got on early were uh they were very much that. It's basically it seems like you're the of all the writers I've ever seen there, you're the only one who's ever gotten like known as a writer Dion. You know right. what I mean? Like like I know most of the guys that write mm-hmm. there and I wouldn't I know them from sketches and I know them Oh, you mean characters. that Dion has the most profile of any other writer? Yeah, writers I on think the show. so. Like yeah, you get when true. you say when it's like Dion Cole, you always get applause and it seems like genuine. Well, I mean it, it was it was That's the power how, of black It was how we how we did it in the get-go though. You know what I'm saying? Like it was the fact that I was this fish out of water. Right. Type thing right. that became funny. You know what right. I'm saying? Not per se that that I was dumbing down myself or anything. It was just funny that this guy from Boston, the whitest guy in America, is kicking it with this black dude from the south side of Chicago and they and they get along without even really Right. Yeah. Knowing <clears throat> exactly like not really understanding each other, but getting each other. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the 
the thing was that became kind of cool that that I witnessed that right. I, I began to write like that and like I said with the other writers like they they write so big that the way they think is so big and grand and you know as far as how they produce and execute and cast and, and all of that is so great and fantastic I've just always been a, a guy of subtlety which right. which I can't I can't even so, begin to comprehend like them you know what I'm right. saying? Because they're so great with what they do. I can't. What I can't are your even. favorite Conan bits that you guys have done, or that you've ever that you can think of? Uh man, we've done so many great ones. Uh, man, I like when uh, Conan did this uh, Rebecca Black video. Where the Friday he, where thing? He, yeah, where he rapped. That was funny. That was out of his element to see him rap like that. And I don't think was, I ever saw that. Actually, yeah, one of the funny. songs about um, pulling down the pants and the bitch out of the dick was Conan O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read that one, but actually you're wrong about Conan. Oh, yeah, he got a history. <laughs> uh, he, just like me, similar thing. He was super thugged out. He went to a rave, and then he equalized <laughs> the Conan unit. Get the today. fuck out of here! Right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, did you like? But you fuck with masturbating bear. You fuck with all that. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the minty, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the candy cane minty is hilarious. Oh yeah, that's fucking. That is such a like stupid. It's, it's all just, so fucking yeah, stupid. <laughs> that show is so that's unnecessary. Just, I know. That's it's thing. so unnecessarily but that's, stupid. But that's the beauty, man. That's one thing I learned about even being around him is that comedy comes. The job is to make people laugh. Yeah. Regardless of how you do it. Right. And for him to be as brilliant as he is, and the dumbest shit, the smallest shit makes him laugh, is just hilarious within itself. Because you know he can go there on some brilliant shit if he wants to. Right. Now, uh, beyond... He, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, but it's just funny. And what? See. And you would do a thing where? Do you still do the thing where you leave the? You exit from the stage. You'll like, like, you'll uh, like scurry off. <laughs> yeah, I'd scurry off. Now, you scurry? Yeah. <laughs> do you say thank you? Ladies it's been like my time. No, now beyond, <laughs> I'm curious, Dion. Beyond comedy, what are you about? <laughs> what am I about? Yeah, what's your what? Uh, yeah, you know, well, I don't know what your deal is with yeah, girls. Like I don't, I because what's I, your P game? You what's your it? what's your G game? To me, you seem like a dude. What's your God game? What's your pussy game? What's your money game? Yeah. What's your ethics game? Uh, what are you about? What's I, Dion Cole about? Yeah, I'm, Man, I'm not with that. All right. <laughs> what's your moisture game? I know. No, <laughs> no, no. I got moist friends. I'm telling you, so I don't want nobody bugging out. No, but my, I'm just my, slutty. My 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 son. <laughs> my son. I'm about my son. Oh, I don't know your oh, son. Yeah. See, there we go. How old's your son he's nine what's his name no, oh you, his, you don't have to say you can make is, one up his, uh his name is d d yeah we say that his name is d but my son my son's mother who takes care of him and out in chicago <laughs> we getting slow now we get no I'm, I'm into this i, 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 oh, like it. I, I dig for, like, I dig for humanity on, back to the silly shit <laughs> no no this is good no but that's what i'm about he's still in chicago Yes. Yeah. Dion, did you ever party with R. Kelly? Yes. Really? You, you met yes, R. Kelly? Is he from I, Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, he's from yeah, Chicago. I know I dude, know. dude, the man. He's the man. The yeah. ultimate. Yeah. Man, I know him. Well. What's he like? If we ever get R. Kelly on the champs, <laughs> cool we'll, we'll quit. Yeah, he's That'll cool as shit. He's cool as hell. Like, he's a down-to-earth dude. Like, you know, as best as he can be. Does can, he run track? 
<laughs> he he can hoop his ass off. I hear he plays I, a lot of basketball. I can make a connection yeah, actually between between Conan and R. Kelly, which is that both of them are people with both sh- the show Conan and R. Kelly are people like you were saying with these great artistic depths that sometimes go to these very very absurd places, and that's sort of the beauty of what they're about. You know, it's like R. Kelly is a f- a fool. Some like some of the shit he he's says, a, you're like, are you kidding me? Fool. But it's like, but you, and then he comes out with like the last is album he, he came out with, and you're guy, like, oh, you're a straight up genius uh, musically yeah. as well. you're the greatest voice well, of I don't, I don't want no sane genius. Yeah, amen. Like I yeah. don't want no sane. Does he when he genius. makes a a fool record like in the closet? Does he know Trapped this is? Does he know that this is yeah, inherently no, stupid? Yeah, no, and he know that that shit's gonna have me and you talking about it yeah. years later. He right. does. Yeah, we still talking about but it. But he's right? also yeah, yeah, he's both. That's the thing, right? What you're saying about genius is that's it's both an actual madman and a and a and a suit a pseudo madman staring at people viewing him as a like, madman. Like both ben- things like, happening like at once. Like Benjamin Franklin is like him outside with a kite. I said the other day that's the nerdiest shit in the history of the (laughs) earth that there's a thunderstorm. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna go find my kite. I'm about to go find electricity yeah. or something. Like I want a motherfucker like that on my team. But yeah. this, that's, this could be that's our, that fucking retarded. Yeah, that. this he could would be take the Kelly initiative lyrics. to go do that. That, but that as long as he with a know, kite in a thunderstorm. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, but if he, I need a white curious. guy that swim with sharks. <laughs> I need a big fat man need, with glasses. I need everybody that that's gonna do shit. I'm not gonna do. God well, that's that. funny that he knows. Yeah, because he writes, I believe I can fly, which just seems like, what do you, uh, you need a hit? Okay. Yeah. And then no. it's like, you remind me of my Jeep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But yeah. he knows that you're going to talk about that shit, and he's still writing some of the hottest songs out here. You just don't know he's writing it. Dude, he's... Motherfuckers yeah. is dancing to all his shit right now. Is he getting credit <laughs> for it? Yeah, getting credit for all that shit. Uh, yeah, no, I've never... How many people do you think R. Kelly's fucked? It's a, unfathomable. It's probably it's a, a sideways eight, right? It cannot be quantified. I don't think that's what people think of when the first thing they think of with R. Kelly. That's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> I don't think it's just fucking. Oh, I think, think it's a slightly more nuanced. You mean, what do you mean by nuanced? Do you mean like a more I specific mean, sexual gall- predilection? gallons of urine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he was mad at Chappelle's show because we did that sketch about it. Yeah, oh. was. Yeah. What are you going to do? do? What are you going to do? You pee. You, I said, maybe you peed on people. Actually, I tweeted it that. I once, I once tweeted at one time uh, R. Kelly switches from genius art- artistic song to ridiculous song with the fluidity of a stream of urine. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's true. And what do you and you never touch that with him? It's like, you never yeah, touch that what? golden shower I game never, with I never pissed with him. No, you never. <laughs> Is that what you said? Have you ever peed with him? Did you ever, a uh, real question, uh, in the interest of journalistic integrity, have you ever peed on a underage girl with R. Kelly? Has that happened? How well do you know? Do you know when you don't pee well? Have you crossed streams before? If you smell, could you pick out his urine? From a, uh, from a urine lineup? No, do not know him that well. Uh, if I, what kind of, bou- how would you describe the bouquet of his urine? <laughs> how would you describe the bouquet of his bukake? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, uh, all right, so that's that's fantastic. I didn't know you know. One Who time, one time, one time, we did a show for uh, Dwayne Wade in Chicago. He, 
he was married at the time. It was for his wife, uh, I think her name was Synovia or whatever. But he had all these comics come perform, and everybody was bombing because it was only like 100 people there, and it was like 25 celebrities and then like 75 regular people. But the regular people ain't seen, never seen celebrities before. Right. They, instead of paying attention to us, yeah, they were paying attention to all the celebrities in, in the room, and we were just going up there, comic after comic, just bombing. Mm-hmm. And, you could tell that it was a bad show because when the comic who got off, you'll ask him, how were they? And they'll say, just get your money. When the comic say, just get your money, you start you know. the fife and drum. You know, it's, it's, a, it's some bullshit, though, right? <laughs> a death so death he was I brilliant. Like, Fuck that. That's just them. I'm going to rip this right. shit. Well, that's the great there. comics thing. Is uh, you're uh, like, well, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, we'll yeah, see just how bad they are. But they haven't seen me I went up there and bombed my ass off, too. I hit that ass when I moved on, dog. <laughs> we was only supposed to do like six, seven minutes or something like that. So anyway, we done. The show is over with. So Dwayne Wade goes up, and we just all in the back like, God damn, why was that so horrible, you know? And so Dwayne Wade is talking to his wife, and then all of a sudden you just hear, my mind's telling me no. And you don't see R. Kelly, but you hear him singing, and everybody looking around like, oh, where? And he just come through this door with this microphone singing, my body, body. Oh, everybody shit. going crazy and shit. He he. Brought R. Kelly that had seen to his wife for her birthday. Wow. So he's singing this song. That's he's like, shit. I don't see nothing wrong with a little. And he put the mic out and like nobody sung. Nobody did nothing. He was like, hold on, cut the music off. He was like, I know y'all know this song. He was did like, you yell, R, get your money, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, piss he on did, her. Piss he on his like, life, he dog. He did like five songs and no one would sing along with him. And he was bombing. And we felt so good. Oh, that's the best. That's we was crazy. Like, oh, he he's too? bombing. He's bombing with platinum hits. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, did he that's probably the it? only time R. Kelly bombed. I know. He was bombing yeah. so bad that he was like, he was, he was like, you know what? I'm out of here. I ain't about to waste my time with you. Damn, I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't need this. That's we was funny. in the back like, yeah. Did you so ever great. talk to him about it afterward? Was it like, yo, that? No, shit I never, awful. I never talked to him about it after this. But all the comics and me, we were all so fucking happy that it wasn't just us. That's crazy. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's incredible. You probably knew Kanye back then too, right? Yeah, I know Kanye now. Yeah. But like he, but he would hang and D-Ray from there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, D actually D. Capone, you know D-Ray Capone? grew up <laughs> hilarious. You know that dude? What good. about D-Ray Twista? grew up in the same neighborhood as me, and he was a little boy. We used to beat his ass all the time. <laughs> Send him to the store and get us chips and shit. For kissing you on the Let's mouth. Let's start with some <laughs> tough love, all right? Uh, yeah, but Kanye, too. Kanye, was Kanye. he's gone. But even back then, he was, like, mad, super cool. Like, And he still is cool. Shit. Yeah, no. I, who's yeah. The, who's the most famous Common, Chicagoan Common, of all time? Common's cool, huh? Who do you think is the most famous Chicagoan of all time? It's Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan or Oprah? Michael. Michael Jordan, Oprah. Oh, Oprah. It's Oprah. Yeah. Oprah. Oprah is the, the queen of a, of a small... Well, Obama uh, might be taking uh, over. Oh, Obama. And, yeah, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> and like that... But he wasn't born in Chicago. He was born in Kenya. <laughs> well, Michael Jordan no, I'm kidding, you guys. I'm kidding. That was a joke, everybody. But like, Common has got that beef with Drake. Yeah. Or whatever. What is that about? He I don't he know exactly. I don't know exactly, but... Drake better watch it with Common. Like everybody think Common all positive yeah. and shit, but Common, Common crazy than the mo- <laughs> this motherfucker will like beat your ass. No, Common's also then, he's also crazy after he beats your ass, he'll yeah. tell you a very positive message. Yeah, he, he got insight in his ass kicks. And this is why you oh. got your ass beat. <laughs> 
Now, this is why I, just, I beat your ass. I just hit you. So you understand. You're yeah, just a young you dude in you the game. Right? I've been around for a while, Drake. Yeah, uh, you call your, jug- your mama. Your jugular vein funny. is throbbing right now. Right, right, who, right. Is the, who is the rapper that you would least like to ha- be on the bad side of in, in the world? That that I know or that just just this pers- yeah I mean like who's wise. the who's the realest scariest dude to you that you wouldn't want to be on the bat like a uh, I they're way less scary than they used to be yeah yeah right. and they all grown they got responsibilities totally. well, what, and shit it, what happened was it was very interesting in the nineties when but when I was, Pac and Biggie died people really immediately went. Oh, we have to stop. This is ridiculous. Well, that's true. And, that, and that it you... wasn't until 50 Cent came out that there was a real bad right. gangster villain character in hip-hop, a huge one. Nah, like, like I was on my way over here. I was listening to RBX. Uh-huh. <laughs> RBX with Dr. Dre. Yeah. He just sounds yeah. just like... I don't even remember. I barely remember. It was like, R to the B, RBX, cell block 10. I'll murder your mother and <laughs> yeah, cut her neck crazy, off dude. and stuff it down. Like, the shit that I listened <laughs> what to you lead is in the 90s. The Chronic album. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But oh, Dr. Yeah, Dre no. was like really positive for the time. I mean, compared to everybody. I mean, shit. Like Snoop I mean, and Dre Day, they were after Easy e and shit. No, they but were. I'm saying like there was some shit back then like SIBO I mean this is some fucking crazy ridiculous high level west coast shit but SIBO and fucking uh, and, and and all these guys from the way northern California down here little half dead and uh, some of these guys were like horrible <laughs> I remember a little half dead you do? He was dead? With, like, he was terri- with, like terrifying messages and, and yeah, dads exactly. and terrifying yeah. messages I mean like, what about those guys from Houston that were really the ghetto boys? The ghetto boys? Yeah. yeah they were yeah ghetto boys were on some very negative shit but you know what's interesting about the ghetto boys is that both Bushwick and and um, Scarface t- are really, really positive. I, I think. That what about George H.W. Bushwick? <laughs> uh, but like Bushwick Bill, if you find there's some footage of Bushwick Bill on the internet talking about, he's like a deep dude. Actually, he's like a yeah. really. Deep I've thinker. never met a rapper who wasn't fucking crazy smart. Yeah. Interesting. Like really. Common's really smart. Kanye's really fucking smart. Soldier Boy. Yeah. Soldier Boy haven't met. But but a lot of these rappers really ain't like Ludacris is smart fucking as fuck. like fucking like murderers and killers. I don't right. worry about the rappers. I I worry yeah, about friends. the motherfuckers they be with. Yeah, yeah. Them, yeah. The, them yeah. the motherfuckers you worry about. Have you guys with. checked out any of these like uh famous people's sons who are now rapping? Like oh sure, Colin Hanks. Tom Cruise. Well no Tom Cruise Colin Hay uh wait, what's his name? Chad Chad Chad, ha- Chad, Chad Hayes. Hayes. Chad, Chad Hayes. Hayes and then uh Tommy Hilfiger's son. Have you seen yeah. his well, video? I don't I don't think everybody should be rapping. No, everybody <laughs> don't have to be <laughs> a rapper. Like yeah, not everyone needs to rap. <laughs> yeah. Everybody don't need to rap. <laughs> There's a lot of things. That's the lesson I learned from listening to the like, songs. I get I get people. sad. I get sad when I listen to hip hop sometimes because I just listen. It was back in the day you had your own style. Right. Like, and right. that's what it was about. Like now motherfuckers is all I just like happy rap. Shit, it's, it's, no, it's horrible. garbage. Man. You ain't even. Somebody described this weekend's hip hop as just people bragging over video a video game soundtrack. It that's is. That's about right. It's, that's it's the current horrible. state of hip hop. Yeah. But the other thing is that we're all growing up, and I I I I, I try to be objective. Like, is hip hop really bullshit, or am I just? Getting too old to listen to a dude talk about how great he is again and we, again and again. It's partially that where you just know the message. You're like, oh, I know, I've heard this one before. Oh, are you dope? Oh, have yeah. you killed people and yeah. sold cocaine? With- but but I'm cool with I'm cool with how many motherfuckers you murdered, how much dope you sold, how many bitches you fucked. I want to hear how you deliver that shit. Right. Also, I don't give up a with fuck. A- 
Because I want to hear how you put the yeah. words together. Because I could listen to Little Wayne. It's all about the flow. Little Wayne That's song, all it is. If, to if, me. if a Little Wayne song came out today that had a bunch of hot rhymes, and I'd be like, great. I, I would be I, like, thank you. To yeah. some extent, I mean, for, I mean, maybe this is just the, the, again that Bay Area bitch in me. But uh, I have gotten tired of like sit, listening to the same fucking shit. The same like, I get it. Okay, but it's uh, like yeah. I've heard the same song a ten thousand times, and I would started listening to hip hop. You know, re, when I when I was a teenager, it was in the it was in the nineties the golden era of hip-hop so it's like now how am i gonna con- how am i gonna listen to you talk about this also it's what are you i hate what when people you, what are you like you to? think they have all the answers what are you fucking to that's the that's what yeah like that's what what music is getting you pussy like like Can I ask that's you something, doctor? what you'll fuck with for like that's my shit come yeah. fuck with your it's boy what about to, i think it's weird for me I, I find it weird to fuck a girl to hip-hop because oh you the girls don't like fucking hip-hop because i feel like i'm just like yeah <laughs> listen you but know like, what they also don't like fucking do they don't like they don't like like uh curtis mayfield they don't like like mac music oh that's hilarious like they're like what fela kuti is the best fucking music on earth i don't even like fela kuti as music period Try fuck to it. Maybe I'll be like, you know what? Actually, I I do like Fela Kuti. I just needed to fuck to it. Fuck to it. I'll try it. Come it back is here. Great. If it's any you have one week, am I wrong? Female, am I wrong? Fela Kuti's no, excellent great. fucking music. Any of the female absolutely. listeners right now uh, who are interested, also, been interested for my buttery voice and fucking me, I will fuck anyone who's listening to Fela as a Kuti test. as a test, purely as a test, uh, and maybe a couple of moist moist dudes. Yeah, Fela Kuti's maybe my favorite fuck music. I fuck to whatever is fuck music. One of my favorite musicians. Which ever. one's the dad, Femi or Fela? Fela is the dad. Mm-hmm. Wait, who's Femi? Femi's oh, Femi's the, 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 the younger dude, the more, yeah. the yeah. less, you know, successful. Yeah. Uh, I also like uh, Sergio Mendes. Yep. Yep. That's nice, good fucking Some music Brasilia, right some, yes. some fucking, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Water. Cut off the, cut the air conditioning. Yeah. Throwing some Fela Kuti. That's what I used to do on a row when I first started comedy. We used to like go do shows before we left. We would cut our heat on in our room to like ninety mm-hmm. degrees. So <laughs> when we brought women back to the room, dude, we just sit 100%. there and act like we wasn't hot. Right. <laughs> you did to take we just, it off so she could take her shit off, dude. And we, we, but the but the whole key was to don't move because if you sweat, she gonna be like you you, you hot motherfucker. Too. Yeah, you <laughs> hot too, Afro beat rhythm. <laughs> you look. That's so funny, dude. We used to do that too when I was a kid. We would we we had this dude Dave Hale that we would hang around with. The main reason we I, I shouldn't even say his last name, but the main reason he was a Piedmont cat, and we were all kids that lived in Oakland. But we would and we thought that we were like really badass kids, even though we were just uh, we were just ridiculous as anybody else. But he had this uh, suburban, so we would hang out with him because he had a suburban, and he could take us all around. And what we would do is when the girl would get in the car, so we would turn the heat up right before she got in the car, so that at a certain point we start everybody start yelling, "Are you hot? You hot?" Go ahead, take your jacket off and just start attempting to see if this girl would basically strip. In what, do you guys, the bang bus or something? Uh, a, we were a proto-bang bus, dude. We were the bang bourbon. In a car with a bunch of dudes. Yeah, well, bang there was really like one girl. And one time, this dude was like, oh, well, I'm going to go get this girl. She'll fuck us all. And she got in the car. We did the, the thing. She started taking her clothes off. We were like, it's on. He took her to the, he took her to the back bench and fucked her. You can't we were pop a boner? Bouncing up and down. <laughs> and then at the end, she was like, all right, bye, guys. Bring condoms with you. Bye, guys. Maybe next time. <laughs> and she left. Dude, how? Not, like, not to change subject. No, I'm no, change it. It doesn't, no, it no. doesn't need to be I, further explored. <laughs> 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 no, I'm going to tell you some fun shit to do. We should do this too. Like, I wish I. Um, this is what I do. Uh, 
I used to do in Chicago. I do it out here every now and then, but <clears throat> I like to call comedians and um, and do this. I like to call them and be like, uh, "Hey, what's going on?" You know, because a lot of comedians, a lot of comedians get work like through word of mouth. You know, yeah. like through other comics going, "Hey, I'm gonna book you on the show, or whatever." But I like to do this. I like to call c comics and just be like, "Hey, what's going on, man?" And they'd be like, uh, "Hey, what's up, Dion?" Got your friends with? I'd be like. Yeah, 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 got okay. some friends with. They'd be like, yeah, what's what's going on, Dion? I'd be like, oh, not much, man. Uh, April 6th, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, April 6th? I'm wide open, Let me look at my calendar. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm wide open. Uh, what's up? Yeah, what's happening? I'd be like, yeah, uh, can you pick me up from the airport? <laughs> Shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> and, and they always chill. It's like always three seconds of silence, and then they go, yeah, yeah, I'll I, I do that. If you ah, that is <laughs> fucking great. Hello, everyone. Okay, I heard. Is, I, I don't we know. should do that right now, man. I should have. Can we do one right now? <laughs> Apparently, Keenan Wayans and Eddie Murphy used to order shit COD and have it sent to Arsenio uh. when they were all. I guess they were never all struggling, but Keenan especially and order and just ordered like bikes and exercise and the, you had to pay COD back then. You right. literally have to pay cash when they delivered it and you get stuck with the shit. I love that shit. That's hilarious. Dude, uh, that's great. I mean, one time I told this one comic, I called him, I said, uh, I said, yeah, man, I said, uh, I said, June 3rd, what you, what, you, what you got June 3rd? And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm booked, man. I'm booked. And I was like, ah, oh, oh, you got a show or something? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well, never mind then. He was like, all right, cool. 15 minutes later, he called me back and was like, yeah, I just called them to see was the show still going on, and they ain't even answering their phone. So, <laughs> what you got going on? And I was like, you sure? It was like, <laughs> it was like yeah, what's up? I was like, can, can you help me move? <laughs> I thought he was, it was like, he was just sitting there. He was like, you fucking dickhead. I was like, what? I just, what, what are you assuming over there right now? I was like, I need you to help me move. I'm moving. Oh, that's like, funny. Yeah, all right, motherfucker. I help you move, and I just like, all right. I'll pick you up at noon, and like, <laughs> and you never went and got him. I never went and got him. <laughs> I never even talked to him since. <laughs> you have a podcast, right? Dude, I thought he was going to call you and be like, yeah, I just said I had a gig because I heard about you, dude. Oh, Dirty yeah. business, motherfucker. I was hoping he would cancel the other one. Uh, yeah, no, that's that. what I think he did. Uh, I think he canceled because he called me great. back 15 minutes later and then was like, yeah, fuck that show. I was like, he canceled that show. I was like, this is going to hurt so bad. That's why he was like, you fucking dickhead. Like, but he couldn't admit it. You know what I'm saying? That is excellent. Yeah, uh, we should do that one day, though. Yeah, man. I'll come back and we do it. We Sounds can have good. enough time. We can uh, spend the whole show doing that. We this is more fun than you thought you'd have, right? Yeah, it's very fun. This yeah. is a lot. People always great, dread man. it. People dread podcasts, and then they come, and they're like, this shit was fucking fun. My problem is, I, you know me, I, I, I first of all, my knee is hurting. You can't pop a boner? Playing, playing that's basketball. That's, you know, that's a I'm black great. dude's dick I'm right great. there. My yeah. knee is hurting. I can't pop a boner. It's connected. It's connected. <laughs> no, uh, that was it, though. But, I, I mean, this is fun. This is great. And you uh, live near me, so you'll come back. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, all right, so Dion Cole, anything you need to promote? Uh, we got the movie Funny Business coming on Showtime next month. <laughs> <laughs> 
local <laughs> listings on that. Uh, we will be in Chicago this summer, June. Are you doing for the festival? Uh, we're doing a week worth of shows. Great. Conan. Great. Filming in Chicago. Look for that. If, to the listeners, you got to fuck with Dion, actually. I'm a f- I'm, I'm, he's my boy, but I'm also a fan. You're, you're, he's, he's great. You should yeah, see Dion him. Yeah, Dion is great. Um, my man. Listen, you guys have been fucking with the champ. Dion, thank you so much for coming and fucking with us. Man, man. thanks for having me, man. Y'all fun. guys are the greatest, man. Big yeah. up to, you know, I love y'all to death, man. Love yeah, you thanks back. For having me. Thanks for fucking with the champs, ladies and gentlemen. Doug coming with some murder. Warehouse. It goes, 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 it go